Pod Boys Productions. It's your boy Pod Drew, back in West Coast Pacific Standard Time. Of course, everyone remembers famously on our last episode, our last bite. I was back on East Coast time where I'd been most of my life. But now back to the West, back to when the games are on early, and I love it for that. Right now, we got a little game six action between the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Clippers, the hometown Clippers. But, uh, you know, I'm watching the game here, but you know what I'm really thinking about? Two years ago today, the 30th of June, where was I, where were we all when the bomb got dropped? The epic bomb uh, that changed many of our lives. The Woj bomb is, of course, what I'm talking about. The one that informed us that Durant had signed with the Durant Kyrie and Yo 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 Padre, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you finish in a second. Oh boy. But yeah. I wanted to I wanted to talk about resume basically what you said. Yeah, it was Durant, Kyrie Irving, and DeAndre Jordan. That I was got signed. <laughs> I was trying to get that. I know, I know. That's why I said I'm gonna let you finish in a second, but I was lying because I, I wanted to finish, finish that. Okay. I finished it, and it was a glorious day. As noted two years ago, I'm sure you could find it in episode 100 and something. I found out the news on the train on Manhattan Bridge. A couple friends texted me, and I got off at Barclays three stops before my home, and I just screamed. It was everything that a kid moved to a city that planned to move to the city after working a set sales job saving up money to think about the possibility of bar- of arena being built and the potential of a team moving to that building and then on top of that there was the opportunity for me to get some season tickets potentially if one of my friends moved out and we'd buy the tickets shout outs to JT Baller 4 if that happened if J- Darren Williams resigned along with Joe Johnson those tickets would have been purchased and walking to that arena, waiting, you know, a couple playoff years, seeing if they would actually do anything, losing to the Miami Heat, waiting another three years to see if they develop a program where Sean Marks was hired and bring some players like Harris LeVert and uh, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, I guess, and Jared Allen, see if they could actually worth value, trade those players. And then from trading those players, you, you, you finally get to that moment of two to three, two and a half, maybe two and a half players that are worth being on the team, and one of them coming off a serious Achilles injury that you don't even know if they're gonna be playing, and they wind up not playing that year, and then the other one somehow I forgot rolled his ankle, and maybe he was out, and then he was dealing with some mental stress, and then finally you get to that team in two thousand. 20 2021 and then there's a lockout uh, not a lockout there's a pandemic in which you have to delay which it's like the NBA god's season. lockout basically yeah exactly uh the, the god yeah the the mother nature eternal lockout and then from that point on you wait another season you don't actually get a potential to see if there was going to be a team because Spencer Dinwiddie then tears his ACL and then from there they decide oh let's just blow up the team and get uh, the bearded one 
on the team and then they only play like eight games and then you're just and then you you go all the way to the playoffs in which you win one one round which I don't even remember who they played oh it was the Celtics they finally get to a game seven against gentlemen yeah no I think it's gentlemen sweep and then they get to a game seven in which your boy Podnam is up in the building waiting after all those sequences only to see uh the one of the most sickest turnaround threes to clinch a, clinch a game only to result in an OT loss and then read about how KD has one sh- where, wears one shoe size bigger because it feels more comfortable. And that shoe size that was bigger yeah. was a... So it was really a turnaround like, too, by the way. You didn't uh, you, you missed that in the epic story here, right? Did, did I miss anything? I think I got, I think I got everything. No, I, that's a classic story of a... Of, a 34-year-old kid <laughs> or whatever <laughs> and his dreams and aspirations and uh, what the saga I was just saying you missed because you caught it a turnaround three you thought they won but but again it was the... no I think he took he caught the ball and turned around that's what I was saying I see I see yeah it wasn't like a momentum turnaround mm-hmm. well actually it was because it tied the game but that well, I'll, let you, I'll, I let, you the I'll let you finish I'll let you finish go ahead oh yeah you're gonna let me finish yeah, well yeah. where was I Oh, well, I mean, I was just saying where were we all when that bomb got dropped, and that's yeah. basically what you just told me. I don't remember where I was anyway, now that I think about it, so somewhere in L.A. or something. I had just moved a couple months before that, I guess, but of course... The, hold up, hold up, net- I'm going to let you finish oh, in a second. Okay. Grayson Allen, uh, actually, sorry, it was uh, Jay Crowder impersonating Grayson Allen just did a trip on Nicholas Batum in which he slipped in slide onto the court, and then Jay Crowder went to go check on him because it looked like it was pretty devastating. Another potential injury in these playoffs. But, yeah, go ahead. Mm. Oh, yeah, lots of injuries. Yeah, yeah. Crowder is kind of dirty. He's, he, like, poked someone in the eye the other day. I can't remember who it was on the Clippers. It was Paul um, George. It was literally oh, yeah, it was the, the best George. player on the court. Yeah. <laughs> who has the ball right now? Pass to Batum. Back to George. To Beverly for three. M- Mr. Beverly's been getting a lot of... Uh, He's been handling the ball a lot uh, in this game so far. One-point game. But we're not here to talk about this current Clippers game. Game <laughs> six. We should we should talk about is game three when I was in attendance for my first ever NBA playoff game. I know you've been to many already. You just you were at the big game seven. But I mm-hmm. want to talk about me. All right. Because I had never been. To... So I'm going to let you start then. Go ahead. Oh, you're gonna let me start. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I. I mean, I don't know much to say about it. It was cool to be at a, at an NBA playoff game. Um, like you said, for the first time ever. Yeah. Uh, the Clippers is just so such a weird. I had been to one Clippers game previously. I guess in 2019 it must have been. Yeah. Spurs Clippers is a great game, but this time I was uh just bought a ticket on a whim basically. You know, the fact that I could even get a ticket for about with fees whatever about a hundred bucks. That's a good deal. For the first ever, first ever home Western Conference home game for this franchise, yeah. The fact yeah. that I could even get that like that kind of speaks to like how weird that. You said game. You went to game three though. Yeah, the first, which was the first game, their first uh, home game ever okay. for the West. Yeah, I got confused. Yeah. Said ga- oh, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just wanted to. So like the Clippers won and ended up winning fairly handily. Uh. And at that point, it was two games to one, Suns. Yeah, just like the crap. Like, I was sitting in the second-to-last row, basically. It's still a good 
pretty good view. There's not really too bad of a seat in the house. It's stables, I guess, from what I can tell. But, like, all the people up there, I couldn't tell. It seemed like, I mean, there is Clippers fans there and stuff, like, cheering and whatever. But, like, even the a lot of the people around me, it seems like they're almost making fun of the Clippers or they're kind of having this attitude of, like, you know what I mean? Some people are rooting it aggressively for the Suns. A couple people. There was real Suns fans there, too. But, like, yeah. a couple yeah, people that were just being contrary, I feel like. And then people were like, people then were, other people were like, yeah, they would root for the Clippers a little bit, but like, share when they did well, but then when they did something wrong, they would kind of shit on them a little bit, or like, what, like, it was like, kind of like a, at at least in the section I was in, (laughs) an attitude of like, whatever, like, it wasn't like hardcore fans, or it was just like, whatever, like, I don't know if there's some Lakers fans, or those are probably the people cheering against them, but, uh, or, or other people are just like, kind of like me, I guess, I mean, I wanted to go just because, why not? And I thought it would be a good game anyway, but um, people that were just there because of, like, yeah, I guess because of why not. Or, I don't know how to exactly say what I'm trying to say, but, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, casual. Fans, ca- I mean, they yeah. are probably casual. They're basketball fans. Let's just say they're basketball fans. Yeah, yeah, fans, I guess. Yeah. As opposed to hardcore Clippers fans, yeah. but they probably don't like the Lakers, which is makes it easier for mm-hmm. them to go to the game. If a Laker, If a Laker fan went to the game... I don't know. Do you see anyone like with Lakers gear? Also, a couple people, a couple people wearing Kobe jerseys. You know, like I said, there was some really, obviously legitimate Suns fans there. I saw a guy wearing a Chief Wahoo hat. Um, what? Chief Wahoo hat? <laughs> yeah. Why? Um, I don't know. Was Cleveland in town? Uh, the in, the tribe? No, no, it was not. Uh, I don't think it was. I don't think it was a. Uh, it looked like a typical, uh, you know, LA guy. You know, like a guy who grew up in here, like in Boyle Heights or something like where I live. Was yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just a weird crowd in general, I guess. And like, you know, they have the whole thing. Like, they have to give you all the shirts. Like, uh, sure. So I was wondering, like, yeah, my first playoff game, will they have shirts for us and stuff? I didn't wear it, obviously, but like, they had them all in the chairs. They had these like little wristband things that like light up. They, you can't like light it up yourself. I don't know how they do it exactly, but. They light it up at a certain time, so whatever, red, white, and blue for the Clippers, I guess. On your on your wrist, things start lighting up? Well, they have it there on your chair, and you, you're supposed to put it on your wrist like a watch, I think, yeah. And then it all lights up at one point in the arena, or at several points during uh, the game. So that was interesting. But yeah, it was cool, like I said. You know, the game didn't end up being close, but um, it, the Clippers really pulled away in the second half. Unlike this current game here, where it's uh, getting close to the end of the first half, Clippers in another elimination game. Ty Lue, ten, yeah. really like ten and three all time in elimination playoff games or something. Ten and two, um, yeah. Uh, and you know, you know about one of them, which we've oh, definitely noted on this podcast <laughs> several times. Um, this is a, a thing that we've also preached. We know Doc Rivers is has, is not a good coach per this year and last year and the year before and the year before and the year before that. Uh, <laughs> But Ty Lue is one of the better coaches in the NBA, and and he has the ability with the roster to make adjustments. Lost basically a MVP, former a fi- former Finals MVP. Basically, I don't know if it's going to be for two time Finals MVP. I, I yeah, believe. two time. You're right. You're right. Right. Yeah. I think two thousand. Well, maybe just one. I don't know. I think the last Spurs championship he would have been MVP probably, against right? Miami. Uh, yeah, yeah, when they. And you should be thanking Kawhi because of that loss. You know, LeBron came back to Cleveland. One of the reasons, I would say. Not. I am thanking reason. Kawhi. 
I, I, I am thankful to Kawhi. I like Kawhi. I mean, like I mentioned, Ned went to one Clippers game the other yeah. year, regular yeah. season, of course. And Kawhi was the best thing to watch in that one. Like, I loved uh I couldn't remember if I'd seen – I might have seen him live one more time other than that. I couldn't really – I think I had seen a Nets first game but at Barclays. But, like, yeah, he's just so watchable on the court, like, in person. And there was no one really like that this time, really on either team, because – Obviously, it's cool to see Chris Paul alive and everything. Um, but he had a, kind of a bad game. Uh, Devin Booker had a, a terrible game. And, yeah, it was like... I mean, Reggie Jackson is like the most most impressive guy. But he's not like... Uh, it's not like, oh, I can't... It was unbelievable seeing Reggie Jackson live in person. You know what I mean? Like, but... um, Hey, man, Reggie Jackson has no, he's the been most great, three-pointers. He's, he's 52, yeah. 52 three-pointers made, and he's shooting 42%. Blistering hat, unlike my boy Joe Harris. Don't get, don't let get me started on. on uh, that. I'll let you get started in a second, yeah. but uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. Like when you're in person at a game, like the three point right. shots aren't the coolest thing, you know. Like they, that that's not the biggest difference from TV or whatever, you know. It's like seeing the players moving with the ball off the ball, right. Right. steals like stuff like that. You know that's cool yeah, to watch the, in person. The movement of the the literal action that happens when you're live there and you get to see sequences of plays that you would kind of like i guess not white noise but you maybe observe it in just a very uh okay x y and z while this is you're seeing physical movement of like damn that was a hard pick and you're seeing it Mm. in a direct way you could even sometimes hear those things like the the sound that you hear. not this time i was too far uh this time for that sort of thing but yeah i know what you mean Right. Um, well, I mean, you could have been listening to the game on like TuneIn or something like that, and then heard heard the noise. <laughs> you know, like baseball fans do, right? They listen. Some like, do, yeah. I've fans. seen that yeah. happen. Yeah. yeah. A lot of times, people that are there by themselves, yeah, actually. So since I was by myself at this game, I should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> bring a baseball glove too. That way, you just fit the part. Yeah. Bring a baseball glove to the Clippers game. <laughs> that would be a funny bit to do. I don't know who the bet's for, but. It would be funny to show up to an NBA game with a baseball ball. <laughs> have, have we not seen that? I mean, I'm sure it's happened, but, like, we haven't uh, seen it. I don't know. On a level Is, is like, any mind twisted enough like ours to think of that? Well, it's not like a Suns and Four moment, a Suns and Four guy, you know? Like, it's if yeah. that if you're able to get R.I.P. to that guy, because that obviously didn't happen. What happened? He died? Oh, no, just, like. You know, okay. Suns didn't get it in four. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he was right. It was a Nuggets when it happened. He predicted it. Suns and I thought they were it, doing I, it in this Clippers series, though. Was it? Was that just like a playoff that original? Yeah, one? he became a meme and a and a okay. like actually a bobblehead and everything like that. But oh. like when he when he did it, it was uh, the Suns. They had game two, and he be, like these Nuggets fans got you know mm-hmm. obviously trash human beings beat him up and he was like sons and four as they were walking away so oh, that okay moment, i guess that i thought that became... happened um i thought that happened like in game one of the, the clever series for some reason or i used to i just didn't hear about it till then man the suns yeah you know the suns were real hot for most of this playoffs here i don't know if it was like global warming was contributing to that maybe that's tailed off now or something the climate climate changing yes yeah, the say. climate has yeah. changed in this series climate yeah. of the series has changed mm-hmm. the clippers trying to erase that 3-1 deficit so your thoughts after seeing these teams in person and then 
when I guess I'm, I'm assuming you watched the last game with uh, Paul George just going off uh, with his ridiculous I stats. Sure did. Game five. So what are you what are your feelings now? I, I know you picked the Clippers to go to the finals. You think it's possible, knowing I... that a team can come down from one to three. Yeah, uh, no, I kind of like the Clipper. I kind of like the Clippers to one and seven. I I was thinking that even at the end of game five, after game five, because like, I mean, right now they're down a little bit, but first half still. I I I really think the Suns needed to get that one at home there. Like, I mean, they are still. Chris Paul said, uh, they are mostly a young team. Uh, their other their other kind of star, obviously, two main stars are. I mean. Booker's been around for a little while, but now, but um, but he's still young in his first. Uh, they're a young team, certainly in terms of playoff appearances for the most, like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. on an individual level, and they and this is a weird year in the NBA, and partially partially due to injuries. But you know, it's we might be looking at a Suns Hawks finals, I guess, or even if it's Clippers Hawks, I guess. Whereas, I mean, I don't think the Bucks can come back without, presumably without Giannis. It's kind of a, a weird year anyway for a lot of teams to even be where they are right now. But usually in the NBA, the, the more experienced team in the playoffs wins ultimately. So mm-hmm. that would be the Clippers in this case. Obviously, if they had Kawhi, I would think definitely. I don't know if he can come back for a potential game seven. Uh, probably not. He's on the bench right now. At least he's like with the team. The other Good game he him. was... Good for him. The, yeah. other game, the other past couple of games, he's been like up in, up in like a, a, a suite or something. There was that uh, everyone was talking about Mike Breen's... Mike uh, Breen, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. calling him out for being uh, sarcastically for being so excited i did i had said that i want despite picking the clippers which mm-hmm. let's rewind i did pick them to get to the finals in our preview pod the suns are i would prefer them to win probably win of the teams left but i do i'm kind of rooting for the clippers maybe just to see the game seven i don't know but like they do have a lot of unlikable guys i mean i kind of do like beverly even though he is unlikable but the, the clippers you, you think have a lot of unlikable guys. Uh, kind of. I mean, Chris... well, Chris Paul's can be. I mean, I, I just respect him, I guess, and like, I, mm-hmm. I would, I would like to see him get a ring. He is kind of, he does do some dirty stuff himself, obviously, and he is kind of a dick. But yeah, I, I think the Clippers have a fair amount of unlikable. I mean, you know, Marcus Morris is pretty unlikable. I think, mm-hmm. like I said, Beverly. But even though I kind of do. Boogie Cousins is on the team too. Yeah. Boogie, I don't, I don't find Boogie unlikable. But I love um, Boogie. He's, he's, he's a player that should be a perennial All Star, but he got injuries. The Kawhi is not unlikable necessarily. But he's just kind of so aloof and whatever. You know, like we we're kind of saying that it's kind of you're not like super rooting for him, and he's got you know two rings already. And Paul George, I mean, I, I'm happy that he's doing well. I like Paul George. I like when he's doing when he like chokes like he does. I mean, with with the game one, obviously it was a big choke with the free throws and everything. And he's had to do a lot more than anyone else in his playoffs. He's kind of like one of the only stars left standing of the of this injury mess. But, uh, you know, even Trey yeah. Young got hurt the other day, even though he's going to play next game, I think. I'm, I won't say he's unlikable, but he's not. Oh, they just have a weird team, I guess. I don't know. Luke I mean, Bernard, former Duke player. You can always hate, you know, uh, <laughs> former Duke players no matter what. Except, exception being Grant Hill. I think Grant Hill is the only most likable Duke, former Duke player. Yeah, Kennard doesn't bother me like some of the other Duke guys, I guess. I don't really know why. He just Reggie looks Jackson so... Reggie Jackson people like... don't like sometimes. Um, I think they they like him now uh, because he's playing well, but like when he was in OKC and having beef with, uh, I guess, 
Russell. That's why they shipped him. They didn't like him then. I mean, it, it is great. It is great that you have you have these storylines of you know heel versus faces WWE style, switching gears back and forth. Your prediction of the Clippers going to the finals, and I predicted the Nets Suns. Mm-hmm. I still think I was going to say Nets as well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. No, I still think the Suns could will be there. And I said this before, I want the Clippers because they're just a notorious loser. And Suns have never won a championship either. Bucks are the only team that have won a championship on these, and that was with one of the greatest players of all time, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Was that like the so, late 70s that that one was? That's when he was Lou Alcindor's 1969 Wizard title. Oh, it was the late 60s? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because uh, he was on the Lakers most of the 70s, I guess. Uh, after that year, he left. He went to the Lakers. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. Okay, specifically with this team... Uh, being down 2-3, right now they're down 9 points going into the halftime, almost. I think that if the Clippers do get past this game, they will they will win in Phoenix. Like, uh, I, mm-hmm. I do believe in momentum, the same way something has to happen. There might be, like, some ejection, like, a la Draymond Green this game or, or something like that for the Clippers to win, I, or... PG, I don't know if PG can put up that many points to get there again because he. You just said that he's played the most minutes. He's. Uh, you said he played a lot. He has played. He the has most played the minutes. most minutes of anyone. Yeah, yeah. he played by far. I most, think. Yeah, yeah, definitely by far. And he's been tested this way when he was in Indiana, but he was like a young. He was like twenty four. I think he's like thir- uh, early thirty. He was a right? he was a young kid like you were uh, when you got that Wolf's bomb and we're dancing outside Barclays. I did. I, did. I was dancing around <laughs> under Barclays near the Oculus. Your prediction, yeah. I still think, is going to be true. I still think the Bucks will win. So what I think and w- versus what I want is completely different. Um, I, well, you think the Bucks will win? That seems. I I still think I I've been. I said the Nets. Son. All right, let's go back to it. I said Nets. Son, but I also said whoever wins that series between Bucks Nets will go to the finals and potentially win the championship. Knowing how good Chris Middleton has gotten and seeing it in person and seeing that twenty, I think Chris Middleton is not is eclipsing Giannis in terms of just a every time get the ball and he'll put up numbers, you know, and He's put it better at shots. scoring, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but defensively, he did a great job on KD. I thought that was, I mean, P.J. Tucker did the most fouling on them, but Chris Middleton actually defended him without fouling the whole time, and he did a really good job on one of the best players. Uh, of t- I mean, is that true? Like, I guess I guess in the uh, final, in, in the overtime of Game 7, but for the most part, Durant had his way in that series, had one of the most biggest playoff performances of all time in what game five right but what i'm saying when i say great i guess is a different way to categorize it you can't stop kevin durant you can actually slow down plays and passes for him mm-hmm. to throw you know like you can do those things you you can force him to make the shot i think the bucks will still win the series and i want the hawks to win imagine okay. the hawks Clippers series would be as a fan i would really love that but I think it's going to be Suns Bucks. Yeah. Where I'm at is, yeah. Where I'm at is, I I, even though before I wanted the Suns to win it all, um, at the start of the playoffs, basically. Now I'm yeah. kind of like I'm fine with either the Suns or Clippers. Getting there, I would like it to go seven, just cause you know, more exciting. 
I don't see where you're coming from exactly with this spot. I want I want the Hawks and think the Hawks will will get to the finals now with Giannis's injury because the Hawks were already doing pretty well yesterday without Trey Young even before the injury to to Giannis. And then it turned into a blowout, obviously, after. So if they can do that without Trace, should be coming back, I b- believe, for Game 5. I think Budenholzer is the worst of the remaining coaches <laughs> and is not yeah. is is an anti-Tylu in terms of adjustments. I just don't I just don't see it. I think the Hawks... I, don't, I mean, I don't think the Bucks get another game here. Middleton himself, he doesn't usually... Like, it's not like he goes off every game. I think he's capable of it, but he just doesn't seem to. Now he's going to have to at the end of the season. No, but, you know, I, I don't think that's going to be enough for me. I Yeah, I, I think... Who, who else uh, is on the Bucks that you think is... I mean, I, I'll say my opinion, but you, if the Bucks were to win, who else would have to do something to win uh, against the Hawks and get there? Like P.J. Tucker or Drew Holiday? I don't know. I mean, like... They're gonna have to all play really well. Uh, I mean, come on, come Brooke on, man. Lopez, I, I, I guess. I set, yeah, I set you up. It is Brooke Lopez. Brooklyn Lopez. Lopez. He's kind Brooklyn of responsible. Lopez. Like he pushed uh, Capella into Giannis, kind of. It seemed like. Sounds about right. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I did see on the Reddit uh, Nets board, there was like a po- moderator posted on top. We do not condone. <laughs> like violence no one say karma about Giannis because Nets fans are like yeah you know Giannis is injured because he shoved you know Kyrie Irving and he got hurt now Giannis is hurt and I'm like you know there is so many sequences of the of people getting injured and so many times you can replicate a play or someone does a dunk or someone rebounds away and then something happens that's a freak injury as I see Boogie Cousin walk up and uh he's got freak injuries as well and but those freak injuries people bounce like kd is proof that you can bounce back and destroy you know uh, the well NBA again and i guess paul george a little bit too but like um oh, those no, are kind of exceptions yeah, i would think sure. you know yeah. like it's pretty amazing what kd's doing now given that but he's trey young trey young has a lot had a lot of ankle problems so has seth and curry uh-huh. um Trey Young plays with two braces almost every game, or two support. What are you Brooke saying? Lopez had a serious injury, and he broke his leg. He's also had injury problems. So it's it's this time of reversal for for the uh, injury-prone and to shine in the NBA Finals or in the NBA playoffs. And Brooke Lopez is capable of making threes and doing some post-up. He hasn't been asked to do that. That hasn't been his role. But, you know... Uh, I I think the the Bucks will do it. I also think I agree with you saying Coach Bud is awful, and I know he's awful because he is awful. But <laughs> Brooke Lopez will shine above that, and Splash Mountain will seize the day uh, and get the W's that is needed to beat the Hawks. I think if you're relying on Brooke Lynn Lope, nay Buck Lynn Lopez to mm-hmm. be your savior, that's just not a. I mean that's just a, not a good hope for you. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, I, I, especially if if they're gonna if he's getting more offensive focus, then they're gonna be able to put more de- defensive focus on him. They I don't mean, have Capella. They might not have Capella. Who knows? Is that true? He's hurt. Yeah, he's game time. De- he got a decision. shot in his head, pretty bad. Yeah, he's game time decision. Uh, so is Trey Young. 
Yeah. Well, that would certainly uh, hurt their interior defense and their rim protection, obviously. But, I mean, I, I think if someone steps up big, it's probably not I, – I, I, he wouldn't be my pick. I mean, obviously it would be Middleton, but, you know, a secondary guy to that. Yeah, I mean, they, they need, like, a Terrence Mann to come out of nowhere, <laughs> but I don't think they have that on the Well, roster. they got Cam – I mean, the Hawks got Cam Reddish. The Bucks don't the play a deep lineup. Um, Drew Holiday – is a team you we just talked about he is a team usa baller along with chris middleton and he played <laughs> along with kevin did, love along with kevin love uh but i think there is going if they're able to they haven't they lost one game against the hawks at home right that was game one uh but they didn't lose any other home games in the playoffs so i i do think True. if they have t- if they have two home games in the next three which they do i think they can take it you know, like I, I think the home court. No, I think no other arena right now. Maybe the Suns. Eh, I don't even believe in the Suns fans. I think uh, the Bucks home court is legit home court advantage. Like I don't think yeah, any but, other teams have that. Uh, Atlanta, uh, Atlanta is is good, but they're not on the. But like, they've they've been one of the best road teams with Trey. I mean, he's the best road Warriors playoffs. You know, that's true. That's true. We'll see. I don't know. I think there's a little wishful thinking coming from your end on this one, but we'll, uh, you could. I'll definitely uh, give you the give you the respect if if it ends up being true on the Bucks to you. make it to the finals after all here. Um, but either way, we're gonna get a a finals. No one predicted, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, preseason or even pre-playoff season, I would imagine. Uh, so I like that type of thing. I'm excited. I. It sounds. I can hear the excitement in your breath. Uh, I, I can breath. tell. Yeah, <laughs> I, I blew into a breathalyzer. <laughs> I can like tell how pumped you uh, are. You're almost at the excitement. Yeah, um, I can tell how pumped you are. I don't. I don't think there is a fan in the NBA right now that isn't glued on to see who will make the finals, whether they watch the finals right now. After that, I, that may be a question because. It, they're, the casual fans are more likely to follow the superstars and who are the biggest yeah. superstars right now? Chris Paul and Paul Jones. That are left and not injured, you're saying? Yeah. No, yeah. Actually playing right now is Chris Paul and, and Paul George. Uh, Trey Young is getting to that level. He's not there yet. Um, yeah, those because, two are maybe the only name, household name recognition. Right. I mean, for a non, you know, non, at least decent NBA fan. And I'm sure Adam Silver and the NBA are kind of worried about that, and so therefore there might the whole injury argument of all these players getting injured and rush timing. I think is legit, but also we have technology now to bounce back from it. So who knows? You know. Yeah. Well, who knows? That's the main point of everything. Who really knows? Who really knows at all? I'll. Uh, I'll uh, drink to that as as I as you're seeing this. I think we should wrap this up. Uh, I am taking that shot to the head, and it is it is oh, uh, a Brooklyn a Brooklyn uh, shot glass in uh, tribute to the 2020-2021 Brooklyn Nets, mm. who will be uh, missed. Uh, they uh, I did send my um, thank yous and everything as I walked away from the arena on that night. And I am optimistic, and I trust in Sean Marks. I trust in the Aussies in making good decisions for not only the Nets, but the world. 
Um, even though, you know, I hope they take care of themselves. They're apparently the, the variant of the coronavirus is rampant. But, you know, let's, 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 focus on, <laughs> let's focus on what we can focus on. And let's go Nets. Let's go Mets. And I don't really care about any other ETS that is no, out there. No, J-E-T-S. Is there any other ETS in general? Maybe like an ambulance, ambulance service, ETS, like emergency um, something service? Um, let's let's go on people's bets that you're making you for go. these yeah. sports games. Yeah. Oh, when you say bet, when people say bet and they agree with you, so I guess let's bet. let's bet on just bet. singular you know, bet. bet. Yeah, bet on bet right there. Hey, I I'll say I'll say we will be back with another episode soon. <laughs> oh, you're supposed are to you flying? Are you flying away? Pod Boys Productions.